Welcome to another episode of the SaaS Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Khan, and this is the show where I interview proven founders and industry experts who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you build, launch, and grow your SaaS business. In this episode, I talk to Udit Verma, co-founder and chief marketing officer of Trackier, a SaaS performance marketing and affiliate marketing platform. This is a story about three guys in India who were about to graduate from university. They'd started a web development company and were building websites for clients as a side project. And they started talking about what they were going to do next and decided that instead of getting jobs, they were going to build their own software product and company. So after they graduated, they started their new company. But their first product idea didn't go anywhere. But as they talked to potential customers, they got an idea for a different product. They spent the next nine months building that product and landed a handful of customers. But they didn't have a strategy or plan for growth. They didn't know how to find and acquire customers and and tried a few things like testing $150 on Google AdWords and getting zero leads. Eventually, they decided to focus on inbound marketing, and they did something really simple. They wrote help docs, which explained how to use a particular feature, and then they republished those same help docs as blog posts. And they started reaching out to other websites and getting them to also publish their content. Each blog post had a simple call to action at the end, sign up and try our product. That simple idea and approach helped them to go from zero to $2 million in annual recurring revenue in about four years. And on top of that, their business is 100% bootstrapped. In this interview, we dig into exactly what they did and how they've been able to bootstrap a multi-million dollar SaaS company. So I hope you enjoy it. Udit, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks, Omer. Thanks for having me. So uh, do you have a favorite quote, something that inspires or motivates you or gets you out of bed every day? Yeah, one quote which I liked and motivates me to try new things is do one thing every day that scares you. Do you know who said that? I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I've heard that before. Yeah, I, I just read somewhere. I, I don't know like where, where, like who's the author. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. No, that's okay. But I don't know the author. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, do one thing every day that scares you. I like that. Okay, so for people who aren't familiar, can you tell us about Trackier? Like, what does the product do? Who is it for? And what's the main problem that you're helping to solve? All right. Trackier is a daughter company of CloudServe Technology. We are on the mission to make CloudServe the one of the best ad tech company in the world. So currently we are having two ad tech products in CloudServe. One is Trackier and another one is Offers Optimized. So I will tell you a little bit about like both of the product. Okay, so hold on. So so Cloud Stuff is kind of like the parent company. Yeah. And then within that, you've got Trackier, which is the main product we're going to talk about today. And then what was the name of the second one? It's OffersOptimize.com. OffersOptimize.com. Okay, great. So Trackier is an advanced performance marketing software for some companies. And it's an advanced affiliate marketing software for some companies, from so some other companies. So <laughs> so we are helping advertisers, ad agencies, ad networks, affiliate networks, and some web gaming companies 
to track their analytics for their performance based campaign so ad agencies ad networks advertisers create their own marketplace with the help of tracker and they can automate their operation via two way api we have built the endpoint for every action in the api so that it will make very seamless work working for the affiliate networks so we are we are also providing customized solution on their demands and we have made our tech that much flexible that instead of building in house platform you can have more scalable more features enabled platform and have competitive advantages so i'll tell you a bit about offers optimize so offers optimize is a offers link checking tool which is helping like affiliates to automate the link testing of the campaigns okay great so i think most people understand like you know what an affiliate platform does i wasn't clear about what a performance marketing platform is so maybe if we talk about one of your types of customers whether it's a ad agency or a publisher can you just kind of explain like how would they be using a performance marketing platform so yeah so for the direct advertisers it's a performance marketing software and for the affiliate networks it's a affiliate marketing software so uh, right now like the ad agencies who are working directly with the advertisers they give the reporting of performance like they they, they give performance based reporting to their advertisers while affiliate networks are running some rebroking campaigns so they are using it as an affiliate marketing software so i i i i hope like it's a bit clear for you now yeah i'm still not clear about what a performance marketing platform is like give me an example of of how that gets used so yeah so suppose i'm x agency i have coca cola as my advertisers so coca cola is said like is saying that i have i have launched one new drink and i want to like for per sale of the bottle i will just i will pay you 1 cent so for agencies who is working for like direct for the direct campaigns they are uh, giving their advertisers the performance report got it yeah okay so an ad agency for an ad agency this is basically what they use to show their clients how campaigns performed yeah so it is totally depend on the kind of like lead generation campaigns so how you take it as a product so for like so it's a very thin difference between performance marketing and affiliate marketing i feel okay we need to get into that we're going to talk about that because i want to know how you can basically have the product positioned for two different types of customers as a two different types of solutions and how do you do your marketing to work in a way that that kind of you know attracts these people and converts them but before we get into that let's kind of set the scene for the business so people can just kind of get a get a sense so the business was founded or trackier was founded in 2016 with your co-founders Faizan and Hemant and in the last 4 years you have bootstrapped the business and you guys have gone from 0 to 200k in MRR and apart from spending a little bit on at an AdWords test you guys have pretty much spent 0 on marketing yeah 
so yeah so we have spent zero on like on marketing for the like in our first year of operation okay so before we get into the the details of how you guys have built and, and grown this business let's kind of go back and talk about like where the story starts so where did the idea for trackia come from so it's a story of three passionate college grads started their journey uh, in fourth semester of their college so me fevan and himant like who belongs to the same college so we started with a web service company where we bid for the project and build the project for different companies so while building uh, the project for like different company we found our ikigai so we love building product we feel sad like when some other guy hold the ownership of that product so we decided to build the product and made a company from it so it was our last semester of engineering so we while coming back from our trip we decided to go with a b2b product so we have decided we have to go with product side we have to build a b2b product not b2c because of our capabilities of promoting and building a b2b product so let me just ask you one thing you mentioned we found our ikigai for people who aren't familiar can you just kind of explain what that that means it's a, it's a, it's a eureka moment like when you when you feel comfortable with something when you feel passionate about something so it, it's a, it's a ikigai for you yeah i mean for people who don't know this i think it's a japanese term and it's just yeah it's kind of like finding this overlap between like what you're good at and what you're passionate about and where you can add value i think and so you guys decided okay you know we want to focus on the product piece and we want to build a a b2b business and this was something that you were planning to do like okay we, you know we're we're kind of going to be graduating and then once we're we've done with college this is the thing we want to work on full time yeah so like uh, while like so we have a like strong alumni connect so while talking to some, like one of our like alumni so he showed one product of exponential interactive so exponential is having he is like launched one product vdx video driven experience so we we found it like it was one of the good way to monetize your video so while looking to that product we thought that we we thought to build a native recommendation engine for saas so it was not a like final product it was just a initial product so we started with building native recommendation engine and we named it as v native in in v native we were planning the advertisement into content so so that the user who was using who were coming to the website got confused whether it's an content or advertisement okay so did you kind of go out and talk to potential customers or was this just basically like this seems like a good idea let's let's build it because it sounds like a cool product <laughs> yeah so we 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 so being a product guy so we attracted to the product and we we thought to build that and so we were like good at technology so we we just built that product and then after that so we we used our alumni connect again so we asked our alumni to arrange a meeting with one of like with uh, late anurag gupta who was the ceo of fvg media one of the india's biggest media agency so after talking to him we we found that this product like should be sold to publisher and publisher like to pay less for this for this particular product so while having the demos for v native we met one guy we, we, we so we pitched that product to that guy so instead of using native recommendation engine so he asked us to build a affiliate network for his click based 
affiliate network so we build that so it was our first step towards our main product track here okay got it so i got another question for you here you kind of use your alumni connections to to get in front of this guy you said it was one of the largest media agencies yeah so it was yeah media agency digital agency of india yeah and so basically the feedback from him was look the the product that you're trying to build you're not going to make you're not going to be able to charge a lot for it and then through chance you got this other feedback from somebody else saying build this affiliate platform for me and and that's something i could use but weren't there already other products out there that did kind of affiliate management like why did you need to go and build another product so yeah so in in india the affiliate thing was like booming so there was no affiliate tracking platform we can see in like to, in back 2016 so it was uh, india's first affiliate tracking platform and like while uh, so there so if 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 you talk about the global market so the platform who were in the market was having some ui ui issues some some kind of issues while in ui or like ux so there was like uh, issues in using using the analytics for like by by using their product so we thought that we can make a ui friendly and user friendly ui friendly and scalable platform than the others okay so you've got feedback from one guy was that enough for you then to say okay we're going to go and change the product did you try to get any commitment did you try to pre-sell the product to him no then then like so we were keep on asking people to use uh, v native so while asking one user uh, in russia for v native he told us to build a conversion conversion tracking platform so then we improvise tracker from click based tracking to conversion based tracking then after we never look back we keep on implementing things and complete and completed the whole product and launched it in like 2016 september and did you ever start charging for v native did you make any money from that no we we didn't make like made any money from like v native okay so the product was out there and you were trying to find customers and get people to use it and you didn't get any sales there but you started getting feedback from people who looked at that and and they started telling you actually here's some other problems that we have right now that that you could help solve yeah is that kind of how it went we made our focus on ad tech so we like we made something clear in our mind that we will do something in ad tech so right now so vnative wasn't working but tracker was working so we were getting traction with track like for tracker but not for vnative so we thought that let's focus on one product let's devote the time for one product so we carry forward with tracker got it and then so you launched trackier that was in 2016 yeah so it was september 2016 okay and how did you find your first customer so yeah so uh, i already told you that uh, there was like while we were building the product so we we, we were having a client <laughs> and you know like we got our break even in like within within 3 3 months of trackier so we got like three clients for trackier for like in in our in our like initial days and that guy who were like who, who asked us for building click based tracking so he he was also paying during that time because of we because the platform that we made is like kind of scalable for him and he was making lots of money right but how long did it take you to build trackier 
we started development from like january 2016 then we completed it the whole module till like uh, september 2016 it took us like 9 months okay did you generate any revenue between january 2016 and september 2016 yeah so people who were like using tracker were paying us like for uh, so we have we we built the click based module in like initially we built the click based module and they were paying for that because their business is all like click based tracking okay this is what they they were they were needing like so we have implemented conversion based tracking afterwards so the tracker is built on the f- customer feedback so we got the feedback from the customer we implement that features and then we made it for the client got it and then so when the product launched in september 2016 how many customers did you have we have around 10 customers like at that time and and how much revenue were you generating i'm not sure about that but like some of them was on like free model because <laughs> we were new for the conversion tracking like i don't i don't know what the like exact revenue at that time yeah just ballpark like just a rough estimate uh it was around like 60 to 70k inr okay if i talk about like it's around like 1200 okay so just over $1000 mrr yeah just $1000 mrr yeah okay great okay so you got a handful of customers you you've sort of used the feedback that you got from them and you're generating some revenue it's not a lot but it's still revenue so where did you go from there how did you start finding more customers so everything was like new for us but uh, like our basics and intentions was clear uh, and strong so we followed two strategies that worked very well for us one is content marketing and another one is were like uh, another one like from where we we got clients is uh, words of mouth content marketing and word of mouth have been the two biggest drivers for your business and from what i understand the only time you've spent money for marketing was when you did a google adwords test and you spent about $10,000 no 10,000 inr <laughs> okay yeah so you you can say it's around $150 $150 okay yeah what results did you get from spending that money yeah so we it was terrible <laughs> so results uh, was terrible so we got like five leads and four of them was junk and one lead was uh, kind in a like initial stage so it was so and and that guy as i remember that that guy didn't paid us okay so you, you basically you ran this test you know 150 dollars isn't a huge amount of money for a google adwords campaign but if you're college grads and you're already generating $1000 in revenue it's a big chunk of your revenue even to do that yeah <laughs> it was a lot for us because we have to manage uh, the seats or like for the team and we have to manage uh, and then several costs like was also there okay so i mean content marketing i want to dig into that i want to kind of figure out exactly what you did there because it sounds like that's been a big part of your growth but as you know content marketing the downside of it is that it takes time it takes time to get it out there and to educate leads and whatever it takes to get them into the funnel so 
did you start with content or did you start with sort of word of mouth and using referrals or, or working through your network? Like, how did you kind of get to that next step from that 10 customers to the 100 customers? Yeah, words of mouth was working side by side. So we were giving our clients like the best possible service. So so we are we are getting the client from the referrals as well. But what we focus in marketing is inbound marketing. Not like not specifically on content. I'm a big fan of inbound marketing. So what I did is like I, I tried to make content. So it, it was a content marketing. I tried to make a knowledgeable content on and put it on like uh, on website about and the content would be on the features. So how to use that feature to build the ROI and, and how to use that feature to generate more revenue. So I, I, I keep on like building this kind of content. And even like I did some co-marketing thing as well. Where uh, like I asked the some some websites to like post an ad and I'll just give you some some kind of like usage of track here. So this is a, this is kind of a barter system that I did in our initial period. Okay. And were you promoting the content anywhere else like you know social media or was it kind of just basically looking for these types of kind of co-marketing opportunities with other sites for the co-marketing thing i just like i always believe in in like um, offering something knowledgeable if you are giving something knowledgeable to your user then they will definitely read your stuff so what i did, did is uh, i just asked the website to post a content of track here into their websites and just ask the users to just get involved. <laughs> so how clear were you about your your customer at that point? I mean, you know the product, so you can pick a feature and you can write about that product. But who did you know, like when you talked about like ROI and, and benefits like that, like did you have a, a specific customer in mind at that point or, or was it sort of fairly broad and, and trying to appeal to anybody who might need that kind of product. It was clear that I have to focus on affiliate networks and ad agencies. So I built the content on the basis of like, uh, I just studied that what an affiliate network like, what an ad agency is like. So I built that content uh, that revolves around the problem solving statement of ad agencies and affiliate networks. Got it. Okay. How much content were you were you creating was this like you know a handful kind of talking about the main features were you trying to go for volume and and write you know a bunch of content every week like what was the approach here yeah so what i did is uh i build the support article in that way that it becomes a content for me so it it was kind of like two things that i involve like include in one thing so this is how i, I did the content marketing and i just having some like a uh, one button like at the, at the bottom that you have to uh you can you can use it for free 30 days so i just gave that and, and got the leads wait they weren't even blogs you were kind of like just writing like help docs and using them as content as well yeah so in that way i i just draft the content in that way that it was it sounds like a help doc and like and it was making sense for some marketing guy as well so it it totally depend on boosting the roi so the content was so you can use this uh, feature to boost your roi 
Okay. And then, so how, how did this work? Like when you, when you went out there and you started to do this sort of co-marketing and get, get this website to promote the content, what happened? Yeah. So I approached forums. Yeah. So there were like warrior forums. There were like lots of forums that I approached. So it was good for me. Like, so it was giving, giving me the results. And so were you sort of focused on finding customers in India or were you kind of going out and looking for customers in other markets like you had tried, you know, you'd said you were trying to do with uh, the web services business when you were at college? Yeah, my, like my mindset was to make this a global product. So I built the content for the global market and Indian market both. <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't have that focus on Indian market. I just focused on like outside Indian market because in, in India is my home ground. I can meet anyone anytime, but like for outside India, so I have to think uh, out of the box. Yeah. And so what kind of, you would just find like what affiliate related forums? Yes. Yeah. So it was like affiliate related forums. So there was some, Forums who were like just associated with some ad agencies, some ad uh, sorry, affiliate networks. So yeah, so I just approach them. I pick up the niche and just stick to that niche. Okay, and what were you doing in the forum? Like you know, I presume you know you weren't just going in there and spamming and telling people about your product, but there was a a bit more of a plan to this, right? <laughs> so I I never spam any anyone <laughs> until it it was like email marketing. And just a follow-ups thing. <laughs> so yeah, so for for forums, I never I never have this kind of uh, behavior. I never spam people. I just like give them the knowledgeable content. If if you are like okay with that, like you can you can just sign up. Otherwise, like uh, I, I have like I have something more beneficial for you because I have seen there is a capability in the product. I believe in the product. So uh, like in that way, I don't want to like do spamming because people get irritated and. I don't want to ruin the relations. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And and I didn't I didn't assume you were going to do that. Like what I'm trying to figure out is when you went to the forum, were you just sharing links to the the content that you'd created and saying, "Oh, I created this content which can kind of help you get, you know, this result or ROI with this feature?" Or were you sort of spending time and looking for conversations where people were asking related questions? and then using that as an opportunity to reply to them and and tell them about the product or explain about your feature? Or was it a combination of both of those things? Yeah, it was a combination of both things. So I was just keep on posting the blogs. I just offer them some deals. Like uh, I have, hey, I have 30 days free trial. You can use it for free for 30 days. With I have some API integrations that that might help you in boosting the ROI. So being a tech founder, I have like many things to offer. There's a problem solving mindset. I just post my content and engage the audience. Okay, and then so how did the forums work? How successful were they? What kind of results did you get? It was like okay, so yeah, I I, I like uh, I didn't say that forum didn't uh, generated the lead for me, but it was generating. It was working for me because I got like uh, if. I get like one or two clients from one forum, but then it's okay <laughs> because we were like we were in early stage and like two clients with like with one forum is okay for me, which is paying like two thousand dollars. Right. Yeah, and and that's a that's a good distinction to make because like the kind of companies that you're going after, I mean, you guys have built a 
almost a 2.5 million ARR business with what, about 350 customers? Yeah, including small enterprise and big enterprise. Right. So the average contract value for each customer is pretty high. So even getting one customer through a forum, especially in the early days, is a good boost to revenue for you. Yeah, so what I feel is like, uh, so when somebody starts a company, so it was like, it was on the initial pro, like initial plan. When they start building their team, building their uh, like connections, then they definitely upgrade your platform, like up- upgrade the plan. So this is how, like we had people in their initial stage and then they start growing. So that's how we build this kind of revenue right now. Okay, so... The word of mouth is kind of happening in parallel. As you get customers using the product, you're doing everything you can to give them a great experience. And some of those are kind of turning into referrals. Were you asking customers for referrals or was that that just something they were doing themselves? So uh, while meeting some clients like face-to-face, so yeah, later on, we also did some exhibition in, in like global events. We also went and started attending the events like all around the world so we start meeting our clients so they were like they uh, so we find that there is a hundred percent of customer satisfaction and they were that much happy they they just introduce us to their uh, partners and so this is how the thing will work thing is working so we 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 sometimes ask asked our like client for 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 the reference but like majorly there, there is a time they refer us automatically that they, they we we don't have to ask them. Got it. And then for the for the inbound marketing, the content you created, we talked about you know sort of distribution, and you said one way I was distributing that was sort of like co marketing and finding w- relevant websites that could basically promote this content and do some kind of some sort of barter and you know not pay for this. And then the forums were another way that you were getting the word out with the content. Was there anything else that you were doing to to distribute that content? So uh, I was also like side by side doing SEO. So we have some SEO tools. So we are also focused on doing SEO and we improve our ranking on Google for like for particular uh, like keywords. So we, we search that which keyword is working well in the market. So whenever we feel that this keyword is working well, then we build a content uh, around that keyword. Okay. How were you learning this stuff? Because you hadn't learned any of this stuff in college, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we are also like not from the tech background. Nobody like from my team is from tech background. So I'm, I'm personally passed off from production and industrial engineering. So I learned, I'm a big fan of Wingify. So how Paras Chopra created the content and I'm a big fan of HubSpot. So how HubSpot like follow the ideology of inbound marketing. So yeah, I, I just read the content of HubSpot and I followed Palas Chopra's uh, like, uh, strategy. That's interesting. And so you were just learning and teaching yourself as you sort of went. Yeah, so so I like I learned by myself. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, and I think like Paras, you know, for people who don't know, you know, founder of Wingify and visual website optimizers, which people, you know, may have heard of. And in... You know, in many ways, I guess, you know, he was sort of a 
pioneer, right, for for many you know entrepreneurs and SaaS founders in India, because I guess he launched back in probably 2010, and uh, you know I don't know where they are, but when I he was on my show, you know, he was on episode 16, so we probably talked about five years ago, and at that point they were doing over eight million ARR. So I'm um, assuming the last five years, you know, I haven't checked in, but I, I'm assuming it's a lot more than that now. So yeah, so Parash Chopra is like from my college, so yeah, definitely. So it's a, <laughs> it's it's again the alumni connect. So we always wanted to connect with the alumni. Yeah, and and I think you, from the sounds of it, you guys were pretty smart about taking advantage of those alumni connections to to get introductions and and kind of have the. I guess the conversations and the feedback to to help you, you know, get or stay on the right track with this business. So you launched the business in September 2016. And where were you in terms of revenue after year one, around sort of late 2017? How was the business doing? How much were you generating in revenue? How many customers did you have roughly? As far as the revenue is concerned, like I'm not sure about that, but I was close to around 50 clients. And typically, how much were you charging those customers at that time? So it, it varies. So so it was like, uh, it, it's also uh, having this like story. So our commercial is also, we drastically changed our like commercials from clicks to conversion base in, in, the, in the favor of making the platform more pocket friendly for our users. So initially we were charging on click based on per click. Then we found that there is a more efficient way of charging people and make the that uh, platform pocket friendly for them. So we start charging them on conversion based. And when we came out with that conversion based pricing, the people love that pricing. And because instead of paying for ten thousand clicks, they love to pay for one conversions, one conversion and or one one install. So right. the pricing yeah. was was same. So it was like still the same. So for ten thousand conversion, we were charging some clients like two nine nine dollars, and there were some clients who were paying us more than one thousand dollars for like hundred k conversions, like more than hundred k conversions. So it varies for from from the like size of client. Got it. Okay. So like if I look at the pricing today, you, you sort of start at $299 a month and there's sort of some various add-ons that people can do like an anti-fraud at $100 a month or a link checker at $49 a month. But that's kind of like the starting point. Your middle sort of tier plan is $499 a month with the same add-ons and then you kind of have a custom tier there. I found that people love the add-ons. So if I'm adding value to their vision or like to their goals, so they would love to pay us like any amount because these add-ons are helping them grow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'm trying to get a sense of like where you were with revenue, like what the growth trajectory was. So kind of end of year one, where do you think you guys were? I mean, from what you've described to me in terms of pricing and the number of customers, I'm guessing maybe... 2030 k MRR around that ballpark I think I think it, it was like around mm, 
60k mrr maybe yeah. 50 like uh, so, so it was like arr 50 60k arr oh okay <laughs> yeah so it was it was like that okay so it was about 5k monthly recurring revenue yeah it's around like 5k in year one got it okay so what happened what changed like so you go into starting 2018 and you're you know give or take five around 5k mrr and then in the last two years you've gone from that to 200k mrr yeah what has driven that growth how did you do that so it was the time to go global so initially like people weren't like believing us that this this can be the like platform this this platform can be that that much scalable when people start using uh, using tracker that they then it was like words of mouth that w- worked well for us so people start that there is a like uh, there is a platform tracker who is like who is 100% scalable like you can you can stand any amount of like traffic so currently like we have tracked around like 80000 rps so like for google like it was like around 86000 rps so google track like 86000 rps but right now like we have that that much of scalability that we can handle like uh, 80000 rps traffic so people start like referring us to their client like who were like facing problem with the current platform so then we got like many of the enterprise client in 2018 and while we were attending some international event we also got some some traction from there as well so that like 2018 was like miracle for us so the going global was a key for for this kind of mrr okay but you were already you know when we talked about this when you started out you were from the start trying to be global and find customers outside of india so what was different about 2018 when you said we going global so in 2016 like i started writing the blogs so at one point it can make uh, it convincible for the product so you have to use the product and this is this feature will solve your problem but if you are like if if you meet someone like in person and help like show them the demo and like it generates the trust because their whole business is on track here so their mrr arr would be on track here that's why like generating trust would be the main factor for for like for us as well so being a tracking platform and being a place where they can create the marketplace it's a bread and butter for them okay so how did you go out and and kind of go global what did you start doing differently how did you attract those customers initially so we uh, we started setting up the meetings with the client so we start approaching them on linkedin so we we know like who, who all are coming from the events app so we know the name we know the company then we start approaching them via linkedin then we uh, fix meeting for like face to face meeting in the events and then we showed them the uh, like product and for like in in some some of the events we also exhibited so exhibition makes also like also makes some impressions on like uh, on on person that this when this when this company is like exhibiting then it it might be like trustable give me an example of an event that you attended my my first year was the gymic 
Jimmy Kwan, like which 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 held like in Beijing, China. So I got like one client from that from there, and like I so when I I score one client, so my ROI of that uh, event is justified. So I got one client from Jimmy. I I just pick up one random random person to talk. Then I told him that I'm building this product and I'm helping this kind of market. So that guy was also from the affiliate like network side. So he he told me his problem, the challenges he was facing. So I solved his problem. When when I came back to India, I just had a tech meeting and and like uh, discuss about the problem that he was he, he was facing, and implement all those features, all those problem solving uh, features in in Trackier. And from there, like uh, I I just backed one like first client from the international event. Okay, and and two thousand and eighteen, you said you started going to events. So how many how many events did you do? And the LinkedIn piece of that was that you were just finding people who were going to be attending the event and using LinkedIn as a way to schedule meetings. Yeah, so I use LinkedIn to schedule meeting, and even like I search them on Facebook, I search them on like Skype, so wherever like uh, I, I found them, like I just uh, ask them like to set up the meeting, but I never spam them. <laughs> Okay, and then at the events, it was the opportunity you got face to face time with them, and you would just give people a demo. Yeah, so I got to know them like very well by meeting them face to face, and like uh, in in some cafeteria, I just showed them the demo. How many events did you do in two thousand eighteen? In two thousand eighteen, I did three events. One was in like China, and another one was uh, De Mexico in Germany, and the third one was the the European summit in Prague. Okay, so you were in Prague, you were in Germany, and in China. And of those three events, do you know how many customers you were able to to win? Yeah, so I think uh, from three of the events, like I think I I got like ten to thirty prospects, not customer, like which later on become the customer afterwards after the period of seven to eight months. So by by the end of two thousand eighteen, where were you in terms of revenue? So we were like around seventy to eighty k ARR. Okay, seventy to eighty k ARR in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about twenty nineteen. What happened here? Because now I'm kind of like we're looking for that hockey stick growth here, right? Because you, you guys have been in business for three years now, and you're doing about you know six or seven k in monthly recurring revenue. What happened in twenty nineteen? How did you grow? In 2019, we like uh, our growth was 2x. Like I, I would say 2.5x. We got the trust of customers. Our inbound marketing was start working, and like these are the way that we generated huge amount of like leads. So I think in 2019, words of mouth worked very well for for us. Okay, so you said like 2x or 2.5x growth. What did that mean? Like you were kind of basically doubling MRR every month? Yeah. Like first of all, our sales strategy is like on solution-based sales. We we never did uh, the product product selling. We also did like solution selling. Okay. For people who don't know what that means, just explain what the difference is. So in product selling, you just like keep on building relation and then you uh, then after building relation, then you sell the product to the to the client. 
and in solution selling you ask the client about their about their problem and then you solve the problems by a solution yeah i guess some people also describe it like consultative based selling or something like that yes yes exactly it's kind of consultative based selling yeah okay and so how did that work yeah it, it worked well because we were we were solving the problem because during during those days people were facing issues with the current platform so they start shifting they they start migrating from that platform to trackier that brings us the revenue because and even like some some of the platforms were charging on like uh, on clicks while we were charging on conversions for some some of the companies it was like more of pocket friendly platform and more scalable platform than others so revenue wise where did you guys get to by the end of 2019 i think it was 140k uh, like mrr wow that's a lot of growth in in a very short space of time yes it was like it was miracle for us and how, how much of the growth was coming from new customers versus customers kind of upgrading and making more use of the platform mm, yeah so uh, right now like i think <laughs> so i have to calculate that for for that particular uh, year i i haven't uh, like calculated that okay yeah but just generally like do you feel like most of the growth came from new customers in that year or most of it came from existing customers spending more it definitely came from like new customers because the number of customers was like way too high like in 2019 for us because people were shifting that I, I told you that people were shifting from their current platform to track here so one thing that i think is pretty remarkable here is that i mean you know you guys started up from zero and for the first 3 years of the business it was very slow growth and then suddenly 2019 all the work that you've been doing for the last 3 or 4 years started to pay off and you started to see growth and it sounds like 2020 has continued to be a strong year for you and despite all the pandemic stuff you guys haven't really been impacted by that right so it's a like it's a big ocean for us so we can get client like from anywhere now one thing i want to talk about and i touched on this at the beginning is You know, one thing that everyone sort of I talk to will say is, you know, it's it's super important to be clear about what your product is, like positioning your product and making it clear who you serve, how you solve their problems. And that's one of the reasons I always ask that at the beginning of every interview in terms of, you know, who's your customer, what problem are you helping to solve. And what I think is interesting about Trackier is it kind of basically sounds like there are two different products there yeah so it can it can be used as a like for for managing your partners too <laughs> so it's kind of analytics for them so instead of like having different different dashboard you can automate all the operations all the all analytics operation in tracker but does that make it difficult for your prospects to understand what your product does or does it make it more difficult for you to market the product in a way that that helps them 
understand kind of how, you know your positioning and and what you do so it totally depends on the content so for affiliate marketer like it's uh, so performance marketing is similar so they they understood that what is performance marketing and what is like affiliate marketing for some people like affiliate and performance marketing is same but it's kind of bit 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 like very like a thin difference between performance and affiliate to attract affiliate marketing networks we create the some content for affiliate marketing networks like for, for to attract performance marketing network we create like a uh, content for performance marketing networks and we right now we have distinguished the help talk initially that was a period that where where we were like mixing the content with the help talk but right now we have differentiate the help doc and the content yeah i mean i think it's a in, it's a challenging thing because for most saas products it's it's hard enough explaining to the customers what one product does but once you have a product which is you know like yours in terms of serving you know two different types of customers and and two different types of problems it can potentially be kind of confusing and and i think for example like you know when i go to the track year homepage it's interesting you've got this kind of um what do they call them the slideshow kind of thing where it says it's a performance marketing platform it's a affiliate platform and you know even initially like when i was kind of preparing for this interview i was like it took me a while to kind of get to a point where i could understand or describe what the product did has that ever been an issue when you talk to customers yeah for well, like in in our initial time when we were like uh, initiators so we we had that kind of issues but right now currently so we have we have the content ready and then and it's not an issue right now and and that's because the type of content you're creating you're starting with a very clear idea of who that customer is that you're you're writing this for and then is the actual content still focused around like uh, usage of the features or are you now creating you know different types of content yeah so right now like it's mixture so we have mixed the content so we are still the uh, still our like uh, our strategy is to create a knowledge knowledgeable content so that and we don't want to create a content which doesn't seems helpful for the for the users like our main goal and our main strategy is to create this knowledgeable contents either it's like industrial uh, report or like uh, or, or it's like feature based blog okay we should wrap up so we're going to go into the lightning round i'm going to ask you seven quick five questions just try to answer them as quickly as you can so you ready to go yeah 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 sure what's the best piece of business advice you've ever received yeah the advice which i got is to settle on one product and make it a success then think of something else <laughs> so here the dedication was the key what book you would you recommend to our audience and why yeah the challenger sales by matthew dixon and brent adamson what's the book called challenger sales yeah it was challenger sales like the the points that i was talking of like product selling and solution selling it it was in there what's one attribute or characteristic in your mind of a successful founder discipline 
so you name any of the successful founder like you you will find that they are very disciplined guy and and they and they, they are very focused what's your favorite personal productivity tool or habit so i meditate that's my like uh, one of the productivity uh, tool and like if i if i talk about some apps i love todoist and blinkist and todoist like help me in, in some task management and blinkist like provide me 10 to 15 minutes summary of any book which i want to read yeah yeah i'm a big fan of todoist as well yeah what's a new or crazy business idea you'd love to pursue if you had the extra time i would i would love to merge adtech with marktech the product I, i would like to work would be like attribution technology for the gaming and then involving that adtech with the marketing technology what's an interesting or fun fact about you that most people don't know So yeah. <laughs> so I bunked 70% of my college to attend the office and startup events <laughs> during that time. You did what? I I bunked 70% of my college college time. <laughs> you bunked, you didn't attend. Yes, I I I didn't uh, attend the college <laughs> like so, so it was like I think uh, my my attendance percentage was like 30 30%. 30%. <laughs> <laughs> my god. And finally what's one of your most important passions outside of your work? Yeah like I I would like I like to travel like traveling is my passion and like knowing the culture of the place and see them live like and and, and whenever I like visit any place I used to read about the place before going to any place yeah so wherever I visit any place I will feel the vibe and emotion associated to that particular place that's awesome okay great well, thank you for joining me today it's been great to uh go through your story and and talk about this kind of in- incredible journey you guys have had Congratulations on the success and and getting to 2 million ARR and and doing that with a bootstrapped business that is totally awesome. If people want to find out more about Trackier, they can go to trackier that's trackier.com and we'll include a link in the show notes to that. And if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they can reach me like through email. It's udit.vrma at the rate tracker it's udit verma udit.verma at the rate tracker.com okay so it's udit.verma v-e-r-m-a at tracker.com yep awesome udit thank you so much I wish you all the best and uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me and I know it's it's like past midnight there in, right now isn't it yeah <laughs> it's around like uh, it's one o'clock I appreciate you doing this at this time thank you And and I should say I did offer to do this a little earlier and you actually preferred to do this time. So <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel vital during during the, like this period. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Thanks so much. I wish you all the best. Cheers. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you.